ladies and gentlemen. I made the fade famous, the chain famous. QB on my chest, master stainless. Amazing grace, I'm gracefully aging. Without masonry, I made more paper to play with. No rap in my playlist. Sold dimes on my day shift. So can I breathe? Can I walk? Can I speak? Can I talk? Can I floss without you wanting me? I'm on the trunk. Family gossiping, pocket watching him. Jealousy keeps blossoming. Hey, let it box me in. Cause you are not a king if you can't come out a thing that you got yourself in. Claiming nobody helping. The stupidest part of Africa produced blacks that started algebra. Proof facts. Imagine if you knew that as a child, bro. Nostalgia, how I remember things. Remember crowns, remember kings. They want your reign to cease. You a king, you will be next to me doing your own kingship, most definitely. We're so say less when I speak. Y'all estrogen speak, respected by kings only, address me as chief. Invested in things only a vet would. Only lames front on kings, that's expected from creeps. You mad at my niggas, and any woman with interest in me. You could have made it, you was good. Look at all the time wasted, now you gotta retract statements. Should have stuck to the basics. All you had to do was tell the truth, like, fuck all the fake shit. You should want every brother to make it out. But brothers want trophies, they troll for clout. Rap is weird, weird flex, but okay. You ain't as ill as you think, you just okay. You got press in the hood, fix your jibs up. I'm on top, stop fighting it. Yo, stop with the over-righteousness, it's so lame. This media circus, greedy and worthless, my life got them tight. Why they wanna see me hurt up? Why me? Real kings everywhere, stand up and come with the game. King's disease. Stop with the over-righteousness, it is so lame. But greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weed. <laughs> Three Man Weave is brought. Welcome Woo. to the WLB. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And as my beautiful queen alluded to, you should always use your head. And using your head means that you should go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official shirt. If you appreciate the content that we provide day in and day out, make sure that we can keep providing that content day in and day out. And the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We've got something for everybody. You already know what it is. Anywho, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt, as always. I'm joined by the Commissioner PC Tunney and the esteemed Mr. Raymond Cash. Gentlemen, how goes it? That's Raymond that's that's Raymond J. Cashington Esquire. But I'm I'm wonderful, thank you. And I'm fucking <laughs> Supreme Overlord of the Compu Global Hyper Meganet region of the awesome powers of the universe. Percival Charles, Percival Charles Tunney. Oh, I love don't it. Hate. Percival. Don't hate. Don't no, hate. we're not sure what PC stands for. <laughs> we're not sure. It could be People's Commissioner. Percival Charles. It could be politically correct. I mean, so I you like Fred Sanford? Like Fred G. Sanford and the G is for whatever the fuck I want it to be? I'll let you know. I'll let you know. That's what PC stands for. I'll let you know. Gotcha. Um say Percival Charles. I partially, think we have established partially, that PC stands for Percival Charles. Partially crazy, whatever. Partially? Permanently crazy. There you go. 
There you go. <laughs> Professional commissioner. I don't know. Whatever you want. It's fine. Anywho, gentlemen, man, how's it going? I had a great day on the links today. It was, uh, it was a beautiful day out. I had a good breakfast this morning. Uh, I got a Whopper waiting for me after this. So, you know, life's good. You gonna leave before we change our minds? <laughs> you gonna do? You gonna do another rant like Popeyes now? <laughs> no, I, I, I won't, man. I'm gonna let that brother live, even though he pisses me off too. But I'm gonna let him live. I'm gonna let him live. Really, I just be hating on dudes because he's got like a million followers on YouTube. So I really just be hating on the dude because he'd be out there. Welcome to the WB. I like chicken, but you know, hate age. Christmas man. chicken, green cheeses. <laughs> All jokes aside, it's actually been a really, really, really good weekend. Um, if you're a nerd like me, of course, this is a major wrestling weekend. Wrestling's been fantastic, but. DC Fandom. DC Fandom stole just talked the about weekend. It for, just talked about it for two hours on Bandwagon Nerds. So if you're listening to Three Man Weave and you're a fan of comics and the DCCU and the, MCC, uh, the MCU or whatever you're a fan of that way, listen to Bandwagon Nerds. We literally just talked about all the trailers and uh, all the conversations for DC Fandom. Go ahead, Ray, hit it. Hey, look, <laughs> talk about plugs. Uh... We went up from from Friday from Vince pulling his dick out on the table and saying my shit's bigger than yours with the Thunderdome. And Saturday, DC and, and Greg Berlanti did the same thing with the Batman trailer, with the new Suicide Squad trailer for the movie and the new game. The new um, Gotham Knights trailer, which is the, um, the after game from the Arkham series. The Wonder Woman trailer... And uh, I'm missing one. There's another. Oh, and the Zack Snyder, uh, Snyder Cut Justice League, which literally looks like a different movie. DC stole the show by far. If you're not excited, if you were skeptical at any point, just watch any mix of those six trailers and you're going to change your mind. So, yeah, it's been a great weekend. Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder? Is this your king? Seriously? Zack Snyder? Well, so it's. I'm not building up Zack Snyder so much as I am building up his vision. What I mean is, when a director writes and prepares a script for a movie, and it's literally changed against his will, like, he had to leave because of real-life family issues, and Josh Whedon changed the entire movie. So it's not so much that I'm excited that Zack Snyder did it, as I am excited to see what the, the whole point of the original movie was, because it was a completely different movie. So it could have been, you know, it could have been, uh, I don't know, Paul Blart, Marl Cop, who did the damn movie. As long as it's, I just want to see what the original vision was for it. Because by every stretch of the imagination and looking at the trailer, it's a drastically different movie. And that's massively interesting to me. And, and to be fair, man, I'm looking forward to seeing Zack Snyder's Justice League cut as well. But at the same point in time, I have no faith in Zack Snyder. So this is what it's going to be. Explosion, explosion, big ass cock piece. That's oh, that's so every Zack Snyder movie. Did he turn? Did he, did he change his name for Michael Bay? <laughs> yeah, he's Michael Bay, but with big cock pieces. If you've never noticed that, from Watchmen to Batman 
to Superman to Man of Steel, That's like true. he always has big cock pieces. Like he is obsessed with big ass cock pieces. Like go back and you look at the movies. You're right, but at least the movies have so, have some semblance of a of a overarching storyline. Like it's at least Michael Bay just blow up shit to blow up shit. At least like they have points to the movie. Yeah, so the point is to blow it up and then a <laughs> big ass cock piece. <laughs> hey, but yeah, like like for real, that with Avengers, the new Avengers game coming out in two weeks, it's a it's a, it's a good time to be a comic nerd. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you talked about this, Tony and Bandwagon nerds, but you see that Milestone Comics is back. We got new static, uh, new static and new Icon comics coming. So shout out to. Black superheroes coming. You, you're a fucking nerd, just like DP and Dave and Patrick. I just fill in over there. Um, kudos okay. to you. Kudos to you, though. I have seen the commercials for the new Avengers game. Looks great. Speaking of nerddom and and video games, I just wanted to throw this out there real quick, as I am actually watching the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs while we're doing this for golf. PGA uh, 2K21 came out, and it's good. I pl- you play it, Ray? I, I I've played the previous ones, but PGA is on my list for the next paycheck. Yes, it's uh it, it's good because what I was afraid of is it was going to be too easy, but they've done some different things and made the gameplay excellent, and the create your character stuff is just as good as as it could be for any 2K game. Um, I just wanted to throw Excited. that out there real quick. And the other thing I want to say, touching on sports and the PGA. It's been a long time, but Friday, Scotty Scheffler shot 59, and Dustin Johnson shot Damn. 60. So it, th- there have been some big scores. Currently, DJ is uh, 28 under and leading the tournament by 7 here as we are going to move forward. Uh, I guess Jordan Spieth is out of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Tiger Woods did well enough. He shot 66 today, and he will be at the next tournament next weekend, the BMW Championship right there in Illinois, which he has won a few times. So... If there's a tournament upcoming that Tiger can win, and that's your little video game and golf update. You boys got anything uh, before uh, we get into the meat and potatoes here you want to add on? Uh, a 59 is 13 under, isn't it? It was a par 71, only one par 5 on one of the nines. So 12 under. So 12 under, Jesus yeah. Jesus well, Dustin Johnson oh, oh. shot 60, and he was 11 under through 11 holes. Damn. So just real quick, man, I I, I haven't played video games in a while, but... The golf games, the PGA specifically, or the Tiger Woods before that, and the FIFA soccer games are very underrated video games. I I just wanted to say that. FIFA could have been game of the year. FIFA's a blast. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's worth the money. Most definitely. All right, folks. Quick break. We'll be right back, and we're going to get into the playoffs NHL-wise. Real brief. Playoffs? (laughs) Playoffs? Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Shout out to Kenny Killa. Uh, was great catching up with him Friday night as we did our SummerSlam weekend preview. Dude's got everything going on over there. Uh, check out DadCast. Uh, it's a great thing for new parents to check out and just kind of uh, new parents and, and parents with a couple kids talking about how to better parent your kids. So check that out. Love my brother from across the pond, Kenny Killa. 
But right now, it's hockey time. Gentlemen, we're getting into the second round of the NHL playoffs, and I, I know we're not going to sit here and talk about it forever. Uh, I imagine we'll get a lot more coverage as we get into the semifinals and things of that nature, but the second round has basically begun, and it's been some entertaining stuff. We'd have some five, we had a five overtime game between Tampa Bay and Columbus, which was a rematch from last year when Tampa Bay got swept as the one seed. Tampa Bay has advanced, they're taking on Boston. We got an upset by Vancouver, knocking out. Who did Vancouver knock out? Uh, no, they knocked out Philly. No, St. Louis. The Blues are out. They're taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Islanders and uh, Flyers and then Colorado and Dallas. Have you guys had a chance to sit down and see any playoff hockey? Because it's way more entertaining than regular season. A lot more free-flowing, not as much hitting, a lot more focus on team. And, of course, you know you can't have guys in the penalty box if you're expected to win. Feels like I'm naked right here because number one, everything that Tunney said is absolutely correct. Playoff hockey is the shit, but I haven't watched any of it yet. So, somebody help me out here, please and thank you, thank you and please. It's it's, a, it's at a really bad time, I think. Um, good time in terms of the calendar year, but I think basketball being a bigger sport and having more visible stars has kind of overshadowed it, and it's disappointing because as both of you have said, and this isn't just, we're not just saying this because it's the cool thing to say. Legitimately, there are very few wonderful things to watch in sports than playoff hockey. It's really that good. Um, so it is a bit disappointing. But I think, too, you have to think about it like the, the teams with stars kind of got eliminated early, right? So that kind of hurts, don't you think? Like oh, like Ovechkin just got out yeah, got out early. Uh, Malkin Ove and um, the Penguins weren't uh, in. Connor McDavid is out. The Penguins oh, didn't the make the. No, they, they didn't make the sixteen. No, that's what he's oh. saying. The the Capitals are out. The Penguins are out. That's what he's saying. Like the most of the stars have been eliminated early. Definitely. What I mean is, in, to a guy who's not a diehard sports watcher, a uh, diehard. I'm sorry, not sports watcher, but a diehard. Uh, Hockey watcher, hockey. Um, if I'm wrong, like, are we? Who's 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 still left in the NHL in the in this playoffs right now? You well, you I just you got Boston and Tampa Bay. You got Vancouver and the Golden Knights from Vegas. You got the Islanders and the Flyers, and then you got the Stars from Dallas and Colorado Avalanche. So, I mean, a lot of fans are going to associate with what's going on with Boston and Colorado. I mean, for the Islanders to pull a big upset along with Vancouver, but you know. The playoff seating there and everything else is very confusing because it's not necessarily like the NBA or the NFL where you can pay attention to it. It's a little more uh, division-based. Convoluted. Yeah, there you go. That's a great word. <laughs> I mean, if I had that, if I, we, what's uh, uh what's her name from Pee Wee's Playhouse? Sherry. It's the word of the day. Oh. Convoluted. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, we are going to end with that all the time now, huh? Okay. We're going with jazz hands, yeah. Oh, last thing I'll say on this topic before we move along, just wanted to mention what's going on and make sure you check it out. NBC Sports Network has a lot of that. I'm sure NBC has it on the weekend as well. Uh, is I'm in a pool, a pick'em pool, and uh, we lost Arizona in the first round, but we still got Tampa Bay, so 
If you're a PC Tony fan, start rooting for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think one of the better series here is going to be them against Boston. So, uh, can, you know, can I ask you a question? You can ask me three questions if you'd like, not four. Well, just, I just, I just want one. Just, just one for for the uninformed. Who do you pick? Who's your pick for the Cup Finals? Well, Tampa Bay because I picked them there out of the East and out of the West. I, Colorado's looked really, really, really good, but it's either them or Vegas. Vegas has been on a roll since they've been in inception. They kind of got uh, a little bit of preferential treatment because they wanted to make sure that they didn't come in and be a bad team as far as the expansion draft was for them. And I hope they kind of do the same thing with the Kraken. I hope they release the Kraken as a nice team into the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to get quite the things that... Thank you. uh, Quite the things that Vegas did, just considering how well Vegas has done already, but... NHL is doing good things. They've they've taken steps further than the NFL and MLB and, and said, you know, we're in the bubble. I mean, they got a bubble on each side, east bubble, west bubble, and then everybody's going to go out to Vancouver so for the finals. But they they've done a they've done a really good job just like the NBA. Before we transition, let's also turn this into an NFL topic. Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints brought up and said for the playoffs in the NFL we need a bubble. And I can see that because you know, if you want to give them extra roster spots during the regular season, that's not a huge deal. But once they get to the playoffs, you you got to have your guys there. And to lose someone for a round or two once you get into the playoffs, why wouldn't the NFL want to make sure that they're going to guarantee that TV money in some kind of a bubble? And I would imagine it would revolve around wherever the Super Bowl is going to be. I mean, like you said, the NHL and the NBA have proved that the bubble works but there's just so many people associated with nfl teams i don't know how you know logistically i don't know how they could pull off a bubble and you know i'm sure there's some smarter people than me that are working on this and trying to figure it out but i just you know just on the surface of it i don't see how they could pull that off i think the more interesting story to me that involves a bubble is today it was reported that um the new jersey uh, clinic or place whatever that was that was doing the testing was found to have a ridiculous amount of false positives that has been a so big like, thing yeah. i mean you look at yeah. if you watching hard knocks uh rex ryan's son is a wide receivers coach for the chargers and he tested positive and it was a false positive yeah. Right, that's terrifying. And, and even and, and Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn is the coach, right, for the Chargers. Yeah, and he yeah. even said, he, he, you know, his assistant talking to the younger Ryan, like, Coach, I I don't do anything. I come here and I go home and either game plan or play Call of Duty. You know, I mean, it's like these guys aren't. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys are smart enough to know, and and the large majority of professional athletes, like upper ninety percentile, know that. I'm getting paid a ridiculous amount of money to play a game. Why would I risk that? This is going to be over soon enough, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. I mean, think about disappointing your teammates by making a physical mistake on the court or the field. Now think about making a mental mistake on the court or the field and disappointing your teammates. Now amplify that by about a 1,000, and you making the mental mistake of going somewhere you shouldn't. You know how many people that you are disappointing. I mean, it's disappointing your teammates at that high a level and that cohesive part of a level is worse than disappointing your family. 
there's a lot of money on the line for all of these guys. And if you're supposed to be in a starting lineup or you're supposed to play a prominent role as a backup coming off the bench somewhere, your ass better be ready to go because there is a shit ton of people with a shit load of money on the line counting on you. I, I think I've come up with the solution. Fly all 32 NFL teams, all personnel and groupies and everybody else involved to Fight Island. I knew you were going to say that shit. Yeah. Let's all go to Fight Island. Yeah. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Fight Island. We're all there. We hanging out. We hanging out like wet clothes. We kicking it. Let's just everybody go to Fight Island and we just get it in and have an NFL season. I mean, do you have a better solution, Mr. Raymond? I mean, you gonna have you gonna have games on aircraft carriers or something? Because it's not that big an island. <laughs> we we can figure out how to uh, make a 110 yard football field, right? We just got to play one at a time. So we got to speed if, shit up. <laughs> if you if you if you really ask that, because that I know you gonna say that shit. I know you well enough to know that was where you're going. <laughs> if you really want a legitimate throw against the wall type situation, instead of one bubble or two bubbles, have eight. One for Go each on. division, and that way you can keep what you 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 make kind of like you do in college football. So you make it maybe maybe it's four. I have maybe I haven't done the math correctly, but you make you you, you make the the uh, the season into it. I don't know if you can change the schedule, so it, it's already been advertised. But you have the NFC East play the AFC South, and all eight teams stay in the same city and just play that way and that way you have a month's worth of games and then you move to the next bubble and you do it that way where the a- the AFC South plays the NFC West or whatever and that way you have you can kind of control it a little better because like you said a 55 man roster uh, t- a 10 to 15 man coaching staff uh 20 to 30 man or woman person um, actual physical staff for team operations and then you're talking football crew you're talking cameraman you're talking the actual team um, employees that work in the building like that's a lot of people to keep moving around so I, I, I you gotta have some type of bubble but it's impossible to do what the NHL or NBA have done because it's just too many damn people and it's like right now Right now, I'm watching the NBA playoffs, right? They they have two courts. So they can literally go like March Madness style, game after game after game after game, wipe the court down, spray that shit off, take 30 minutes, and then the next team come on in. You can't do that for no football. And you know football. You know good and goddamn well. Come September, they're going to try to have fans in the arenas, and it's going to be a total shit show. We, we all know that, right? They're going to try to do that because it's the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's. Why don't we transition here? I, uh, while we're talking about football, let's let's let me mention real quick. Bayern Munich beat PSG for the Champions League final this year, so get that out there. Yes, a little bit of uh, European so- out, yeah. soccer. Um, Shout uh, out to Bayern Munich. And uh, you know, it sucks oh, that he had God. to cut off okay. his uh, manhood Jared, in order to like, win. Right but. there, Jared Levert. Right there, Jared Levert. Is that who we're talking about? He is not your Casanova. Him and Romeo ain't never been friends. (laughs) I wanted to hit on Major League Baseball, but I think we all need to just kind of uh, get our thoughts out on the first round of the NBA playoffs. So why don't you guys, what do you guys think? We'll take a break, 
and we're going to skip baseball because that's kind of been a shit show and it's not been that entertaining right now. And you're going to have 16 out of 30 teams make the playoffs. So let's skip that. Let's take a break. We'll be right back and we're going to get to the NBA playoffs. It's what Ray's watching. It's what I'm watching. I don't know what Platt's watching. He's watching. Like, Me too. He's watching Tiddly Clippers and Dallas. On the Ocho. Shut up. Whatever works for you. Buddy. Talk 65. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. TheChairShot.com. Always. Use your head. So, gentlemen, apparently, according to my text messages, I have just won a Samsung 4K TV. So I just need to click on the link and tell them my thoughts. I wouldn't. Um, I mean, <laughs> hey, if you want to go buy a new phone and like, do you have an, wait, wait, wait. Your... Do you have an iPhone? No, it's don't, uh, then don't do Android. it. Then don't do it. What are you talking about? I just got a new 4K Samsung television. All I have to do is tell them my thoughts, man. Yeah, you can't. It is oh, well, easy you money, can't, man. You can't fuck hey, with I got, that. I got 35 billion in my email right now, too. Yeah, I think I talked to Prince Ikeem real fast. You, you can't from fuck with Nigerian Apple, sense, but everything yeah. else you can fuck with. That's the difference between Android and Apple. You can't fuck with Apple. You hit as many links as you want with Apple. Deal. That's the deal. You can put your thumb down all you fuck. want. Fuck with what y'all talking about. I'm finna get this TV. I, I, That's by the way, it's been nice knowing I, you, Chris. I, I, go ahead. <laughs> hit it, John. Please immediately go change your password to your email and to your bank account. Before you hit that link, before you hit that link, can you erase my telephone number out of your phone? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get John Tesh in here. My name is Greg DeMarco. Yeah. <laughs> been awesome considering that you have basketball all day right like starting at one o'clock eastern there's four more basketball games the rest of the day and it's been like that every day since monday and it's been amazing i i the only thing that pisses me off is i'm usually at work when the fucking bucks play but for the first game that was a good thing how have you guys felt about the fact that it's all encompassing like we talked about other sports but we don't want to talk about other sports just because this has been the best thing that can happen is if you hit the NBA playoffs, and it's not a doubleheader on ESPN and TNT at night where you've got to pick what you want to watch, every game's out there for you. So I, I know Ray is going to give me shit about Luca, and I imagine in this topic we're going to be going back and forth anyway, the three of us. But one thing that I wanted to say before we kick everything off is that I feel as if the level of play right now this is probably the highest level of play that I've seen in the NBA in the last three or four seasons. 
I would I would agree, and I think the beauty of it is when it's all you got to worry about is basketball. Like, just if I may give an analogy, think about the past few years. LeBron has gone into what he calls zero dark thirty mode in the playoffs. Right? He cuts off his social. He doesn't watch TV. He just reads and focuses on basketball. And you can kind of see an elevation in his play if he's healthy. You got the whole league doing that right now. But they can't do nothing but go fishing, right? Maybe play some golf. They, they, you know, well, um, there, there might be the occasional young lady that might sneak their way into the bubble. But be, be a, careful, Ray. I don't be think because Mike Milbury in the NHL, he just got he <laughs> tried to get canceled because he said that there was no women in the NHL bubble and it was less of a distraction, and everybody <laughs> jumped down his throat about it, which. I don't know what he said was wrong, so just be careful. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. We stay canceled, bro. So I was probably canceled when I woke up this morning. Uh, I just think it. I just you're think it'd be good one. You're, you're the good one, Ray. Between three of us, you're the good one. You're true, the guy that people like like, sir. Platt and I are both half in the bag right now. <laughs> what do you mean half? And alcohol is not the only thing that I've been doing. No. I've been drunk since I went to Home Depot this morning, man, trying to pick out a bathroom tile. Isn't it weird being drunk at Home Depot, though? It's awesome. I don't know. I always as feel, long as I always feel like, run over look at all this stuff. Look at all this stuff. Look at all this cool stuff to improve my home that I could buy, but in my current condition, I could not use. Well, I mean, you know, just because I'm drunk, my bank account is still sober, so there's limitations, okay? <laughs> Honey, what did we need this circular saw for? I don't know, I was drunk, it looked cool. <laughs> oh, yo, you got a point. I goddamn near bought a sh- uh, machete. I-, I really did. Amber had taught me how to buy the machete. Why do I have six Dremels at my house right now? <laughs> what-, what do I need them for? <laughs> Hey, babe, I got a baker's dozen garden gnomes. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, bro. That's 13. Oh, That's 13. Hey, hey, we'll spray play them black and brown. They'll be all right. <laughs> I got a great deal on Christmas lights. It's, it's Two, August. $200, $200 worth of PVC pipe? What? I mean, yeah. babe, we're at the register. This sticker is only 99 cents. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> how, how cool is this pipe bender? When are you ever going to fucking bend pipe? <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. The gnomes need a home. Yeah, most pipes are bent, though, but that's a different context. I, yeah, <sighs> not going to do that. Not going to do that. <sighs> we can do that. Ray, Ray, please save us, Ray. You're the good one. Please save so, us. So, so the basketball. <laughs> All right, you guys yes. started. Let, you want to start and give Platt a hard time? Clippers and uh, Mavericks are on right now. It doesn't look like the Mavericks are going to have a chance at winning this series, despite the extremely poor play of a few players on the Clippers. But Platt, you got to give Luca his kudos. The dude is the future of the NBA. No, he's not the future of the NBA. You're right. But he's also I've the given present. Him his props. I've given him his props. I said the man can play. I said if you're going to start a team with a player under 25, you would go with Luka. That doesn't mean there's still not some political factors and aspects around why he gets so much pub. I mean, it is what it is. 
Let me put it to you like this. Like, two things can be right simultaneously. Y'all do realize that, right? Let me bring some context to the conversation, okay? As you speak, Very with two... eight minutes left in the third quarter, he is an assist away from a triple-double, and they're down one. So go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah, and he came back in the game with a swollen ankle to make sure he got his triple-double. Yada, yada, yeah. And I, I know you know what I'm talking about, Ray, because you like the uh, tweet that Cass sent out saying the game's the game. But let me put this in context. Larry Joe Bird is one of the 10 greatest people to ever pick up a basketball in the history of this planet. Wait, can I get you to rephrase that? Instead of saying sure. great, greatest people, can you say most talented players? Because I personally don't feel Larry Bird is a great people. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Larry Joe Bird is one of the most talented and greatest players in the history of this planet to ever pick up a basketball. Is that better? Thank you. But they still put extras on him too because that's what was best for business. Really? Like what extras did they put on Larry Bird, man? Three championships. If Larry Bird didn't hurt his back, he could have very well been the greatest basketball player of all time, to be honest with you. But, 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 But again, like... Like, you know, you know how he hurt his I, I, back. Final by carrying the Celtics. <laughs> it might have been that, but he was too stubborn to spend money to hire someone to repave his mom's driveway. That he went ahead and did it himself and threw out his back and ruined his career, repaving his mother's driveway. Well, he's the hick or pouring their driveway. They do. Go, go, but, go but, ahead. Bro. But don't accolades matter? Like. Like I I, I I I fully believe and understand that a narrative will always lead the day. That's the reason Derrick Rose is a former MVP. Like it's all narrative. I get that. But ultimately, like them shits matter. Like he's won three t- three chips. It's like a three time MVP. Like in at the at the height of the basket of basketball's at basketball's height of its best period, maybe ever. He won like three chips. If you Went ask, to two more. Yeah, if you ask Magic and Michael, they'll say he's top five all time. Easy. No, this ain't going to be no Larry Bird slander. I'm talking about Lukic. There's not going to be any Larry Bird slander on these airwaves. I literally just said he's one of the ten best no, 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 no. people to ever pick up a basketball in the history of the planet. I'm not <laughs> disputing that. There's no disputing that. There's no arguing that. I'm sure. just saying you, you but, but, have a league. Go, go ahead, Ray. No, no, I'm sorry. Just, I'm, I'm going to give it to you back. We're not arguing. I don't think we've ever argued talent. Yes. We're arguing your juxtaposition of extras. that there is, yes. that, that there is a, a extra prompt because of uh, mitigating factors. Yes. And I do think there's always that case, but that intrinsically takes away from their game. I'll give, say that. I'll give you, Platt, that the fact that the networks and maybe the NBA quietly appreciates the fact that in Luka Doncic they have someone that doesn't look like – he looks like the majority yes. of people in the United States, right? Yes. Even though he isn't. Yes. Even though he yes. isn't whatsoever, okay? Yes. But to say that that goes on his game is is, is not at all true. He's, that, he's, he's excellent. That gets I the never, ratings, but you still got a ball. 
I've never doubted his game. This is the thing I think y'all missing. I've never said that Mellon Farmer couldn't play. I literally said last week on these airwaves, if you're starting a team with a guy under 25 years old, you should start that team with Luca. I'm just pointing out the political aspects of this. I mean, because just let's keep it a buck. Tony, I love you, but we're talking about a league that is predominantly black, and you're trying to sell it to a predominantly non-black audience, i.e. white. So it would behoove you as a business to have somebody that the majority of your fan base can relate to. And that's not even racist. That's just people like to see people that look like them and that they, they can relate to excel. That's not that's not racist. It's just no, it's it not. Is. And, I, and, and again, your point is valid. But what I think maybe you're missing in translation is that His game when is you that say good. things like that, when you say things like that, you are unfortunately and not on purpose taking away from his game you're what you're saying is or what you're alluding to is or what your words are breeding that you may not be consciously doing or is that because of his his mitigating factors that he can't control that's affecting how he's perceived when the argument that we're making is if the dude was pink purple or polka dot watch the games he's easily five best players in the league right now oh and he's 21 i don't know when you got Kawhi and paul george guarding you and you're averaging basically a triple double here i mean he just he just ripped he just ripped paul george took him down and should have had an and one on him and then he just took Kawhi and dished it off to barjanovich for a fucking triple double 21 11 and 10 Four minutes to go in the third. Dallas up six. And his okay, point so guard is Trey Burke. His point guard is Trey Burke. No, oh. he's the point. He's the point guard. Like let's not. He is the he's point guard. Luca is the point guard. Luka yeah, is the point guard. Come on now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's okay. Let's flip the script. Tiger Woods. Am I taking away from the greatness of Tiger Woods by pointing out that one of Tiger Woods, the thing that made Tiger Woods so great is because he was a guy that didn't look like everybody else out there on the course. You know what I mean? And it brought a different aspect and it brought a different demographic. I think to compare compare golf to the NBA is, is, is is kind of apples and oranges considering there's way a very higher racial disparity in golf than there is in basketball. Right. I mean, you think so? Oh, 100%. Come on now. Think so? Name three, name three, name three black golfers, name three black golfers. Go. VJ Singh, Tiger Woods, and uh Yeah, VJ's uh, not Dustin black. Johnson. VJ's not black. <laughs> and Dustin Johnson is fucking no, Wayne no, Gretzky's no, y'all, daughter. Y'all, y'all, y'all are arguing semantics, man, because I mean the, the vast majority of one sport is one way, and the vast majority of another sport is another way. And I'm not taking away the greatness from either guy in either sport. I'm just pointing out the fact that they are an anomaly in their sport. There's going to be extras put onto that. That doesn't take away from the greatness from either man. I'm you're, just pointing out the, 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 the political aspects of what it is. What we're saying is that he's so good that you shouldn't take away from that just because of what he looks like. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not, I'm not far. taking away from either guy of what you they look like. I, I've never seen. Go, go ahead, Ray. Please go ahead. You, uh, you, I, you're not doing it. 
You're not we're, personally doing it, but we're saying on is setting that narrative up. He's getting extras you're on merit, one, not on what he looks like, is what me and Ray are yeah. saying. You're the one arguing, I think, I think, you're the one arguing semantics because ultimately all me and PC talk about is, man, look at what he did on the court. You're saying, look what he did on the court. And look what he looks like. to acknowledge that he looks like this, which helps him such and such and such and such. I don't think you're personally thinking any less of him as a player, but that narrative leads to people thinking less of him because you're talking about anything else other than his game. And that hurts him but, as a player. But I have to point out, because, I mean, it is what it is, man. This is the society that we live in. So I, I, I feel as if I have to point that out. It has nothing to do with him as a player. I've already said the man can ball. He's a baller. But at the same point in time, there's also some other shit that comes into this. And I, you know, I feel that I have to point that out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm can, saying. Can I ask one last question? You did ask all the questions. You just did. Know, you just did. We, and, we answer, and I answered can it. Can I ask two last questions? <laughs> <laughs> Stop I asking. Just fucking ask. ask. I don't want to talk. I don't want to take up all this time on Luca because there's a lot of shit we got to talk about with the playoffs. Yeah. But. I am curious, and I know you as a person, but just in this particular situation, why is it so important for you to feel that you need to point these extraneous issues out with Luca before you talk about his game? You really have to ask that question, and you know me. I I do, but <laughs> but, but, but really people, because because you might not know how it sounds coming 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 from you. We know you. But how it sounds is you're saying, oh, the boy only good because he's white. That's how it sounds. But that's not what you're saying, okay, okay. and I know it's not what you're okay. saying. That's how it sounds. Am I wrong, Tony? Okay. I'm, 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 I'm halfway to where you're at there. Because I, I, to me, I, listen, I, Chris and I have spent hours and 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 hours. And one of the better things that Chris does is take the opposite angle and make you think a little bit, right? And I think that's a lot of what's going on here. And kudos to him. But that's the thing, and both of you guys, I I hope you know this about me. I don't purposely take the opposite angle because it's the opposite angle. I just see things from a different perspective. Can we at least agree on that? Well, completely. I'm Kinda. I, I was. I've been known as a for ten years. Completely, I understand. Well, yeah, I think the yeah. same way. Yeah, touche. No, and I'm not trying to. Let me make this perfectly clear. I'm not trying to take away from Lucas or Luca's talent whatsoever. I literally said last week on these airways, if you're going to start a franchise with a basketball player under 25, I think Luca is the safest bet. And we'll get to why that is, because I'm sure we're going to shit on some of these other guys, you know, momentarily mm-hmm. after we get this out of the way. Like, I I never said he couldn't play. I never said he wasn't a baller. I like the way he carries himself. I like the way that he talks shit to the brothers. I like all of that. But I'm just saying, we can't ignore the elephant in the room, which is you're trying to sell a predominantly black league to a predominantly non-black, a.k.a. white audience. And it would behoove you, as a business, to have a superstar that looks like 
the majority of people that you are selling this league to. And I'm not even bringing up like I, I, again. I, let me let me again. Let me clarify. It's not racist. It's not racist at all. People like to see people that look like them, it, people that they can relate to, excelling. That's not racist. That's human nature. And I feel like a lot of the things that, and, and a lot of the media attention that gets wrapped around Luca, I feel like that's why it does. Because again, Ray, you pointed out the 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 uh, the in the league. The reason the league came back was because of Magic and Larry. It wouldn't have came back just because of Magic alone, but you needed Larry. Absolutely. And Larry's a Absolutely. bad Miller Farmer. We're not going back there. But that's what you needed to bring the league back because before Magic and Larry, the you know the synopsis of the league is just a bunch of coked-out Miller Farmers on there playing basketball. The finals were on tape delay and everything and all of that. I'm just saying there are some extras that go into this because – they're trying. They're a business, and they're trying to make money, and that behooves them. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not doubting his talent. I've already talked about his talent. I'm not doubting any of that. I'm just bringing the fact up that there are some extras that go into that, and the fact when I see people on ESPN and Fox Sports and whatever talking about is he the greatest 19-year-old player to ever play basketball, as if Luau Cinder and LeBron James never existed. That's extras. That's Watch not extra. Oh no, man! I'm games. telling Watch you right now. So he was better. So 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 he was better than a, a 19 year old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or a 19 year old LeBron James. Is that what y'all telling me? We'll he's never know. Old, we'll never 19 know. Year old, 19 year old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't in the league, so that's that's not a fair comparison. But he was still the best basketball player on the face of the earth. Come on. That's now. fine. We're not. But Come that on. wasn't that wasn't the conversation. The conversation on, was man. in the league. Come We're man. talking in the no, league. No, no, no. Yes, 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 yes. No, no, You're no, not. I didn't say in the league. I didn't clarify in the league. You, I said, is he the best 19-year-old player Well, ever? no, no. LeBron. Nobody's LeBron. Ever said that. LeBron is. LeBron is, period, point, end of story. Because he's 21 now. Two years ago, he was not as good as LeBron was in his rookie season. End of story. But he is probably the second best player in the NBA that ever played at 19 years old. I would agree. I would agree. I don't think it's close. And that's something to promote. It is. I'm not saying it's not. All right. Like, I've never doubted this guy's right. talent. Y'all know no, what no, I'm no, saying, no, man. No, 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 no. I think that's why Ray gave me that platform to try to clarify, and I hope I clarified you did. it, although I don't I, think I did. I think we had a good conversation about it. Let's get to the basketball side if you guys are okay with that, right? We're sitting here. We're currently watching the Mavericks down two games to one, trying to hold on to a five-point lead as we exit the third quarter, Okay. For my prediction's sake, I'd love to see Dallas win this game because I have the Clippers in six. Because if Dallas doesn't win this game, I think it could be over in five real quick. Uh, but how have you guys felt about this series X's and O's wise? Uh, you know, I mean, it seems like the Clippers are just kind of getting back into shape like a lot of the top teams have been. A lot of the top teams didn't give their teams the ability to get cohesive as starting units and fill-ins to the starting units. They kind of just got everybody run and make sure everybody was in shape, i.e. Lakers, i.e. Bucks, who had horrible, the number one seeds, had horrible bubble starts, right? But now we're looking at this. Chris, what are your thoughts basketball-wise as Luka goes off again for the Clippers <laughs> and the Mavericks? If the Mavericks win this I'm game, just say it. If, uh, here's the question. Here's the question, and I'll ask Chris first, and then, Ray, you can go after that, is Dallas holds on and wins this game. Do they have a chance in this series? Because none of us thought Dallas would win this series. 
Well, here's the thing, man, and I'm going to back up what I was trying to say at the last topic. Low-key, Dallas should probably be up 3-0 in this series if we're keeping it a buck and a half. They should be up 3 nothing. And, you know, the, the thing about the Clippers is this team was put together specifically to beat the Lakers. Amen. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. They were put together specifically Amen. for the, the, the task of beating the Lakers. That being said, they got to go through the shit before they get to the Lakers. Now, the way the team is constructed, this team right now that we're seeing right now that is down by, you know, eight points going into the third, the fourth quarter, how many games have they actually played together? I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, without even looking at anything, I can pretty much guarantee that Paul George has missed some games this season due to injury. We've already talked about how quietly Talib Kweli, I'm just going to call him Talib Kweli, fuck it. Talib Kweli is a part-timer. He works a 20-hour work week. Call high. You know what I mean? And then the Lou Williams thing and, and uh, Montrez Harold, he wasn't there. And, hell, even the Morris guy, he didn't get there till be- right before the whole pandemic hit. So they haven't really played together or had their whole squad together as a cohesive unit for very long. So they're still trying to figure this out. So while I think that this team was specifically put together to beat the Lakers, they could still get got before they get to the Lakers, and they they, they got some shit they they got to figure out. I would also like to add that Luca's averaging twenty eight nine and eight on thirty two minutes a game, but that's neither here nor there. I am a triple double, eh? I mean, look, because that first game, he got one he tonight. Had a drop he got one tonight. That first game, he had a drop forty. Three quarters, he, he got one tonight. Good. Why, why I, are y'all sitting up here? Because both of you melon farmers are intelligent. So why are y'all sitting up here acting like y'all don't know what the fuck I'm saying? That we pissed me off because I know we, neither one of you motherfuckers are dumb. Secretly, and up here acting like y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. Secretly, we like talk on the side, thinking about ways to destruct you. <laughs> well, that's that's PC. I would like for you to, to leave. Hey, Ray, you're just doing it in a bus. No, nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I just would like for you to, when it comes to Luca, for you to lead with basketball, and then the other stuff is secondary. But you lead with the other stuff, and then we do, end up not talking about the game because we're talking about the other stuff. But, but, but I inter- literally, I literally preference all of my Luca conversations by the fact that he can play. I don't do that. I didn't no, no, say no, that no, under 25, no. I would start a, a team with him. I never did that. I've never done no, that. No, no, you saying? do. But what, what about his game? Talk about his game. Every other sport, every other player, we talk about the games. We talk about what happens on the court. You haven't said one thing about the court. All you said is he can play, and it's under 21, you take him. Under 25, yeah. you take him. Well, yeah, but that's uh, high praise. That's high praise. How's that not high praise? <laughs> I, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is, and I'm trying to move away from this. I'm really okay, trying to stop yeah, talking. Let, about let, let's do that. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say what you're saying. About his basketball game, other than he's good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like for you to say, oh, well, did you see the game, this, that, and the other? He did this, he, like we do with everybody else. In terms of the Clippers, I'm massively disappointed in them. And I think a lot of the blame comes to Paul George because so much. <laughs> and what it is, he has so much he has he has so big of a, a chunk of responsibility on that team and he comes up so so short so often and it's like I didn't believe in the what people said about him until I watched the series and like game one he was balling and then like literally game two it's like he forgot how to shoot 
and so on and so forth. He hasn't been the same guy. And hey, there's a milk there's a milk carton and two sides as Paul George and the other two sides as Chris Middleton right now. That's what the fucking milk carton yes. looks like. Yes, and they and it's, it's, it's ironic that they're almost the same player. It's pretty damn close. But it, but I'm I'm massively disappointed in, in the Clippers too because from a talent standpoint, Dallas can't stand with them at all. But here they are. To your point, it should be three one, Dallas, and Luca had to leave a game injured. So like. And and Chris Stapps missed the whole second half of the first game. They would have won the first game if Chris Stapps didn't get bullshit. kicked out. Awesome, awesome bullshit. Can we say that? I I think Ray, you feel differently, but awesome bullshit. He he was he was he was ejected on some bullshit. But I mean, okay. We we know we know better when it comes to the NBA officials. You know, yeah. they're they're officiating off of emotion or what really happens on the court. They're officiating out the book, and according to the book, he had to go, and that's some bullshit. You should actually look at the situation. And and judge based on the situation, and like that, he shouldn't have been kicked out that game. He shouldn't have got either tech. Nonetheless, yeah. it is also disappointing to see the Clippers because a lot of people expected the Clippers to breathe not breathe through, but to really assert their dominance. And they have played down to their competition, which is unlike Doc Rivers teams. And I, I feel like they're still going to win this series in six because they don't really need. Please? Where Paul George is going to come in, in, in handy is when they face the Lakers in the conference finals and you got another body that you can throw at LeBron. And maybe you'll get a good game or two out of him. But, you know, as yeah. long as they got Kawhi and as long as they got Sweet Lou, they're going to be all right. It's almost insulting to watch Paul George when he's bad because I think for out of every basketball player in the, in the league, Paul George makes – what he does offensively look effortless. It's Tracy McGrady-like in that it looks like he's not even trying when he's on. It, it's, it's ridiculous. So that when you see him when he's off, which is more often than not in the playoffs, it's really disheartening. All right, Yeah, let's... I can't put him in the McGrady standpoint, but I understand what you're saying. Let's do right. a few quick hitter series around the horn. Let's start with the number one seeds. It looks like the Bucks and the Lakers have righted the ship. Uh, no one thought Milwaukee was going to lose to Orlando in the first place, and now the fact that uh, Dame Time has got a bad finger, dislocated, I think a lot of people are seeing the fact that the Lakers are going to dominate there. Do you guys see either Portland or Orlando winning any games the rest of these series? In the wise words of the former John Moxley, known, uh, uh, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean the the Milwaukee the Milwaukee thing. I mean the Orlando Magic shot. What is what was it? Sixty five percent from the three point line. That clearly wasn't sustainable. So that's a wrap. I could see Portland taking a game, just because I could see them getting hot. Although the Lakers have up their defensive ante and they're. I mean, you know, because you see the, the the changes that the Lakers made from game one to everything that's happened from there. Like, they're, they've extended their defense, and they were always very good defensively, but they've extended their defense. So as soon as the Portland guards come across half court, they got a defender right there in their face, and they're switching, and everybody's talking, and they're communicating. Although I can still see the the Trailblazers pulling out a game here, and maybe this going six or possibly even seven, but... Yeah, I, I think the uh, the one seeds are pretty good at this particular and, point in time. And, and can we acknowledge that Anthony Davis finally realized he's Anthony fucking Davis? Can well, we that's, that? that's, 
Well, that's going to be the key. If they're going to win this shit, Anthony Davis has to realize that he's Anthony fucking Davis. And yeah. he has to he, he has to prove that he belongs in that LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis KD. conversation. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only way, KD, yeah, that's the only way they're going to win. He's got to prove he belongs in that conversation. So, yeah, he's been stepping this game up as well because that's the key. Because that's the thing, even if they get to the finals with the Clippers, and I know I'm, I'm kind of going off topic here, but when they get to the conference finals against the Clippers, he's the guy that the Clippers don't have an answer for. So he has to dominate. The only team that has an answer for him is the Lakers. Like, the only guy that can guard him, or probably, huh, other than maybe Gobert, is really, is, really is, is, is Dwight and JaVale. Yeah. So, like, there's, so, yeah, he's unguardable. But go ahead, Sonny, man. I apologize. You, 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 I mean, we've been doing this for years, man. You know I'm the king of the tangent, but please continue. Well, let's talk about a couple series that are about to come to fruition, one today one maybe tomorrow. The fact that Miami's up 3-0 on Indiana, which we didn't maybe see. But Toronto, Brooklyn, I don't think there's really anything else to say. Toronto should sweep that series today. Uh, thoughts on those two series is? Shout out to Brooklyn because they play hard. And had they had another matchup in Jordan Levert, Toronto, or Gerald Levert. Shout out to yeah, you know I mean, but Jebediah Levert. But other than Toronto and Milwaukee, if they had played any other team, I probably would have picked them to win. Be just just because how hard they play, but. They've got a good foundation, and they've got some pieces coming back, and I hope Jacques Vaughn is able to keep that job because they're going to be a problem next year. With everybody healthy, they're going to be a problem. Talent matters, and the fact that the the Nets have no talent and they're still competing the way they are, they will be terrifying next year when they get legitimate talent. Um, uh, and... We need to we need to we need to show some respect to the champs because like they're showing that they deserve respect and we're not talking about them. Mm-hmm. So let's get some respect for the champs. On we're the other end, of... we're not talking about them. And I told you last week they were going to the finals. But go ahead, I got to pee. I mean, go look, it's 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 gonna be a series for sure. And on the other end of the spectrum, show some love to Miami. I I didn't think it was gonna be a sweep, but I told y'all Miami would win pretty handily. No Sabonis just hurts Indiana, and Oladipo isn't the same guy post injury. Maybe next year he'll get it back. Not at all. It's not the same guy. Yeah, I agree. And so with, without their number one guy at the moment, Sabonis, and T.J. Warren acting like the T.J. Warren that we all know. Fuck uh, T.J. Warren. Yeah, Indiana. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it. Indiana had no chance. I'm, I'm, disappointed. I'm disappointed that they could take a game. But yeah, Miami's in this for the long haul, and Miami's gonna give your Bucks a game. They're gonna give them a series. Oh, I know. There's two teams. It's it's funny because the Bucks road to the Eastern Conference Finals is littered with the two teams that give them the worst matchups. The Bucks, the Raptors, the Heat. No, well, the <laughs> Raptors thirdly. I mean, the Bucks don't match up well against the Magic either. They, if you look at the last two seasons, two three seasons, they've lost games to the Magic that they shouldn't yeah. have lost. They have a horrible matchup situation against the Heat. Giannis is going to have to go in there and just impose regardless and mentally stop being incompetent and make fucking free throws because everything else is going well for him. He, he's, he's almost Shaq uh, field goal percentage-wise. He's starting to hit threes at an even better rate than he did last year, so he's up over 35% here. But if he can make free throws, you're fucked. 
There's nothing you can do with him. There's not a goddamn thing you can do with him. And that's what we all see here in Milwaukee is the fact that if he can make a fucking free throw, if he can shoot over 80% from free throw, it'd be great. Now, personally, I floated this out to my pops at breakfast this morning before golf, and I said, I would love to trade Middleton and Bledsoe and, and a future first for one of the top three, four picks, and I would love to see look. <laughs> I would love to see LaMelo with Giannis. A pass first point guard. Are, are, are we going to talk about the draft, real, you know what I mean, at some point in time in this pod? But I have to say this, Tony. I love you. And I understand what you're going through because I've been there. I've been there before. Midwest Here comes team, the butt. Midwest team. Don't get a lot of love. Don't get a lot of respect. All of a sudden, I don't know. We're one of the five winningest franchises of all time, so go ahead. All of a sudden, you look into arguably the greatest player in the league or the best player in the league, and you watch them day in and day out because you're so used to mediocrity and losing. You watch them day in and day out, and you look at these role players. How am I used to mediocrity? I had season tickets when we went to the conference finals in the early 2000s. Like, the Milwaukee Bucks are one of the top five franchises in NBA history. Like, yeah, that was 19 the, years ago. Yeah, but, don't, don't act like I'm they've saying. been good since yeah, then. Like, Keep don't act like that shit happened like last week. <laughs> we remember yeah, the Michael Red seasons, ago. bro. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and you watch this team day in and day out because you're happy and you think you got a chance, and you look at these role players, and you see them look good in certain games. You say, okay, this guy can play. That guy can play. We can do this. We can really do this. I can't and wait. And then you get I to the postseason. Wait. I can't wait. And then, and then you get to the postseason, uh. and you realize the guys surrounding your star are just not enough. I've been there. I'm from Cleveland. I've Christmas been there. Better than I know Wales, exactly. Don't project. Know exactly don't project your at, whole. Sir. Don't project your local shortcomings onto me. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. Chris Middleton is a guy who absolutely has would have benefited from having a home court advantage. He needs the five, five serve, five serve, five serve, five, five and a half serve center. <laughs> Whatever it's called. F I serve, S E R V five serve. Yeah. He, he needs he needs the he needs the Bradley Center, bro. Call it what it is. Oh, that's a horrible place to watch a basketball game. Best player in the league doesn't really have a consistent jump shot. Freak athlete makes everybody around him better, but at the end of the day, he doesn't have enough to get the job done. And then he flies to greener pastures, which ironically. It's probably going to be Miami in your case as well. Like I, you, there, there's some parallels here, bro. I'm not just whistling Dixie, Sixter. World right. Wide West, Leon Rose, Tom Thibodeau. He going to Broadway, bro. Okay, LeBron, y'all thought that about LeBron too, and he ended up in Miami. Let's slide yeah, the conversation trash. over to the Boston Celtics. First team to wrap up their series sweep of the Philadelphia 76ers. I'll get into that team in our parting shots. But I want to more so talk about the fact that Kemba looks good. The team looks healthy. They're missing Hayward, but maybe they can get him back for the conference finals. Finals. I feel like this is a team that's going to go ahead and beat Toronto, personally. Wow. They match up well against Toronto. 
I'm going to give you that. You know, of all the teams in the Eastern Conference, this is probably Toronto's nightmare matchup. I just can't see them beating Toronto. I just can't. That would mean that we would have to trust that at least two of the three of Kemba, Tatum, and Brown would be consistent for four games enough to win. Which they won't. That's the problem. They're never consistent at the same times. And if they could stay consistent at the same times, they could go to the finals. That's been the issue for that team. Um, And they don't have a stabilizing force in the post like they did with Al Horford, so it's all perimeter offense. Jason Tatum has a nice... He has a nice back-to-the-basket game for a guy who's not a back-to-the-basket player. But that's kind of the issue for that squad. And we really disrespect so much about Toronto, primarily their defensive abilities. So I I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I give you the fact that Boston very easily could do it. But, I mean, other than if you watch the game today, Kimba balled. Other than today, Kimba ain't been Kimba for a couple months. We're gonna and get. He's still today. Yeah, he's still he's still got some injury issues lingering. Which you know, if you listen to like circles around the NBA, that's one of the reasons why Charlotte felt comfortable letting him go. He was damaged goods, but and two hundred million dollars. Him, but yeah, that that too. But I also saw him in that All Star game, and he was there during down the stretch in winning time, and he shit to bed. So you know. Boston is going to go as far as Jason Tatum takes him. But the problem with that is they're depending on Kimba down the stretch. And, yeah, that's not a winning formula. With all due respect to Brad Stevens and everybody else, they got hella talented, but that's not a winning formula. And the reason that I chose 32-4-4 in a closeout game, so I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, and they were up 3-0, but okay, cool. So, but the thing is about Toronto is that that's they how you know sweep. Exactly you can't sweep unless you up three nothing. Okay, cool. But they know exactly cool. who they are. They've been together for a few years now. They got a lot of. They got a really nice mix of veterans that can still play and young guys that are coming into their own. Again, I'm a Nick Nurse guy. I'm here for Nick Nurse. I think they have what it takes to take what they got. Because a lot of these teams, they're trying to figure it out as they go along. Like we talked about the Clippers. Toronto ain't got to figure shit out. They know exactly what they are. And I think that ultimately they're going to beat Boston, man. I'm going to say Toronto in six. Toronto Toronto has yet to play a playoff game without Kawhi Leonard. Brooklyn and Gerald LeVert doesn't fucking count. Yes, it does because he is not your Casanova. And him and Romeo ain't never been friends, Okay. Karis Lembeck is not going to be the measure of the fucking, uh, you know, Toronto Raptors. Am am I the only motherfucker on the show that knows how to say names? Is it just me? Yes, Karis Levert. I'm making fun of Platt. The two black people in Ray that watch, listen to this show, they're going to get that that reference. That's why you popped Ray, and I love you for that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto, to me, is kind of the perfect version of what Boston's trying to be. What I mean is everything that Jason Tatum could eventually be and is when he's at his best is Pascal Siakam on a regular basis. What we expected Jalen Brown to get to, to this point, consistently is what Fred Van Fleet has been the past two years. And Kimba and uh, 
Kyle Lowry are a watch because they both have been in the league for a while, do the same things. Both Kyle Lowry is a great regular season player. He's just trash in the playoffs. He can't play good in the playoffs. And Kemper ain't been good in the playoffs. So, I mean, now, of course, I would still take um, – I would still take Brad Stevens for X's and O's over Nick Nurse, but it's real fucking close. Yeah. Really? So really? And, and Nick right, Nurse yeah, got right a now? Nick Nurse got a ring. Nick Nurse Nick got a Nurse. chip. Kawhi you know Leonard's got a ring, and he's in L.A. That's the only goddamn reason the Clippers or the Clippers because Kawhi's on the Clippers now. That's the only goddamn reason Toronto made it out of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. It was two old bucks, and Kawhi took over. Period. And to keep it to, 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 to PC's point. They, they, they have the same team though, and and Toronto's. They don't. They Brooklyn. don't have the same team. That'd be like if the Bucks were in the same situation this year and they didn't have Giannis. But to PC's point, to PC's point, the only reason they made it to the East Finals is because Kawhi hit a fadeaway fifteen feet from behind the three point the, the from behind the basket. That's fair. That's so fair. to PC's point, they really might not have been in the finals because they barely made the East Finals. They, they played the JV in the first nice round. Enough. Let's see how they do against Boston. I'm telling you, Boston in okay. six. I'm calling it right now. Okay. okay. I'm saying Toronto are, in six. What, what you, you, also, you also said Portland in six, and they don't look good for you right now either. Run well, the table, baby. Portland. Run the table. Oh, you you said Because I said Portland in seven. But yeah, I was we both took Portland. Y'all know how conflicted. Y'all know how conflicted I was about that pick. Oh, I didn't God. want to pick Portland. I just said fuck it because I'm bad at picking. I got it all right here. I know what everybody said. It's right fucking there. I I I got Raptors and six. Raptors and six. Yeah, Raptors and six, bro. All right, we got two things left to talk about. They're both in the Western Conference. Oklahoma City ended up getting a game. Do we see them making this a series, or does Houston go back to lockdown kind of like let's get this over with? uh, You know, move on forward, and and James Harden is ready to go to win a championship. Seven. I told you this when it happened. Houston is a team that often plays down to their competition. They are offensively unstoppable, but they are defensively devoid of giving any fuck unless they're playing Golden State. Oklahoma City has a three-headed monster in which, the ball from a ball-handling standpoint, ball-handling-wise, ball-handling-wise, Ball handling wise, I mean, I'm not. I don't mean they're they're not all great players, but from a ball handling wise standpoint, like they, they can do whatever they want offensively from the perimeter because they got three guys that can control the rock and can score, can pass, can get people involved. It's it's unlike any other, really any other team in the league right now from that standpoint. But that James Harden don't play defense unless it's post defense. Who he guarding in the post right now? You know, so they're really gonna give them. Uh, they're going to give them trouble and Mike D'Antoni refuses to make adjustments he he, whatever he start the game with is how it's ending the game it's just how it is, it's how it's always been so Oklahoma City is going to make it a series, Chris Paul is too honorary to let them like get beat down and I, it's, it's weird because I feel like while Russ may help them, Russ might also hurt them. So maybe the best thing for Houston right now is Russ don't play. Maybe I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on that. Uh, but Oklahoma Oklahoma City is much more underrated than we give them credit for. 
I fox with Dan Tony because he says, yo, we're not going to adjust to you. We're going to do what we do, and we're going to make you adjust to what we do. Like, I respect that. You know, whether you could win a title with like with that philosophy, you know, that remains to be seen. You know, stay tuned. But I can see just honorary as Chris Paul because Houston traded him thinking he was washed. I can see them getting to a sixth game, you know, with this. But, I, yeah, but Houston's going to win this. They they just are. They just sure. they, they have more firepower than, than Oklahoma City. And shout out to Jen, Dennis Schroeder as being a, an Atlanta, a guy that lives in Atlanta. I've been watching Schroeder for the last few years, and he's a really good player. He's kind of like Reggie Jackson. If, like, if that's your go-to, you're probably not going to win a lot of games. But if you do have some other pieces around you, he, if he's your third or fourth option, you're in pretty good shape. So shout out to him. But yeah, I can see the I can see them stretching this to six, but ultimately and ultimately Russ is gonna be back at some particular point in time. So yeah, I I'm gonna say Houston is gonna wrap this up in five or six. That's a good analogy. Reggie Jackson like that analogy. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, one series we have not talked about is we all had Denver in six. Well, they're going to need to win the next three games because Donovan Mitchell decided to show up and start balling. Rudy Gobert is looking like a former defensive player of the year. And the Utah Jazz, coached by Quinn Snyder, are looking like a formidable opponent as they move forward in the NBA playoffs. What are you guys' thoughts on this series? Because to me, out of everything that's happened in the playoffs, the most surprising thing, especially after an easy Game 1 victory by the Nuggets, Utah is in control of this series. And home court has nothing to do with anything. Well, Tony, I can't say that it was an easy victory by the Nuggets because it went into OT. And it took, you know, a, a Herculean effort by Donovan Mitchell to get into OT. Well, that's and what I'm saying, because they outscored him 20-10 to 10 in overtime. And, but it also take, took a, a equally Herculean effort by Jamal Murray to pull that out. So... I mean, you know, the thing that I've seen in this series is that, and we both, we all talked about this was pretty much the most evenly matched series going into the playoffs, but I think Utah is exerting his dominance, especially with the lack of home court, because the Nuggets and the Jazz, for that matter, they both benefit from home court, but Donovan Mitchell is showing that he's the best player on this floor, and it's looking like Utah is going to pull this out. I still think that this series is going to go seven, though. And the fucked up part is we see how evenly matched these teams are, but other than, other than game one, we haven't had an entertaining game, which that pisses me off, personally. That's, you, you said something that is very salient and really disappoints me. You said that Donovan Mitchell has been the best player on the court, and you have been right. And that's that's so disappointing to me because Nikola Jokic is by, is by and far a better player and hasn't shown it. And I don't know if it's because his teammates haven't helped him. I'm looking at the stats right now. Michael Porter is averaging 16 points a game. Paul Millsap is averaging 7 points a game. Like, where are you? It's right. literally Jokic and Murray against 5. But in pointing out the fact that Donovan Mitchell has had such a great game, you're kind of saying the fact that Nokic is not a complete player. His defensive end is not as good sure. as his overall rating, right? You talk about the best players in the game. They're two-way players, AD, yeah. LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, uh, I mean, down the list, right? They're two-way players. You, the first right. time you're going to get to a, a, a top 10, 12 player that is not a great two-way player, and I don't want to bring this back up again, is going to be Luka. So, <laughs> you know, and that's the hole in his game. He has to find a position he can guard. So sure. it, well, 
it's a we like you you brought it right back. It came right back to you, Ray, and what Platt said. This is we all thought this was the most even matchup, and you take away Denver's home court. And, but what and, uh, you said that that's not fair though, Tony, because it's not like guys can't play defense. But there's certain guys in the league that are in the you know top tier. They depend the their teams depend so much on their offense that they can't expend that effort and energy on defense. So that's not that's not fair. I, I, I I'd rather have you spend the energy on defense than offense. We'll find a way to score. To to, to get to that will level, will you? Will you? Like you know I will. Mean, like like a, a I'll like, do both. Like I'll dominate Giannis, your ass up Giannis and down the court. Score. I'll like make you feel Giannis, like Kareem in airplane. Giannis plays. Like Giannis plays defense. I'm not taking that away from him, but he's gonna win. Y'all to win, man. He's he's got to score 25 to 30 points a night, even if it takes 30 shots. Like there's a lot of offense, or there's a lot of energy that gets expended on offense, and a lot of these guys they don't have the luxury of trying to play defense because they have to because their teams depend on them to bring in points. Giannis will win MVP. Giannis will win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year this year. I agree. And and to get to that level, I think the only guy in recent times, the only two guys in recent times who are at that consensus best, or in the best conversation, Mike and LeBron, who are, are well are not ever. I'm talking about in the league, uh, recently, uh, who are in that discussion, who are not solid defenders, are Harden and and Steph, and that's because they are so otherworldly great offensively, that it almost offsets right. When we, when we look at a guy like Jokic. Jokic best his his best skill is his vision and his passing, right? If nobody else is scoring, it's it's not helping the team. And defensively, what's hurting him is the best way to attack a great the best way to stop a great offensive player is to make their ass work on defense. Rudy Gobert has given him the fits. Rudy Gobert can't score ten points on his own. He's giving him fits. I mean, he's keeping it a buck. He is giving Jokic fits and. Um, I told you guys in the preview last week. Your boy Donovan Mitchell look a lot like Dwayne Wade. You see it now? Actually, yes. I ain't gonna hold you. Actually, yes. Yeah. I think D Wade was a little more athletic, but yeah, yeah. And but Donovan's a little bit bigger, isn't he? About what six five, six six? I think he's about. I think he's he clocks in at six seven. Yeah, he's he's a big yeah. dude. So yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. So, I was proven wrong, man, by that 57 piece he dropped in game one. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, now, I will say, if he has to drop 50-plus for them to win every game, they won't go far. They'll beat the Nuggets, but they won't go far. Well, they won't. Like, Gobert got to keep balling the way he's balling, and we yeah. got to uh, stick Mike Conley in a time machine and get him back to, like, you know, mid-aughts Memphis, which I don't know if that's possible. So, the dress. You know. Do you see Denver or Utah coming out and beating, let's say, Dallas wins the series or the Clippers? I mean, I firmly believe that whoever wins the series between the Clippers and Mavs will beat whoever comes out between Denver and Utah. Yeah, the Clippers are going to win this. And, yeah, Dallas or Utah aren't beating the Clippers. They might take them to six, maybe even seven, but they're not beating them. No. I I agree with that assessment now, but – the way the Clippers, if the Clippers have been playing or had been playing the way that the Clippers normally play, the Clippers could have, I mean, not the Clippers, I'm sorry, the Nuggets, forgive me. The Nuggets had been playing or or, or, or would be playing the way that they normally play, I think 
they could have they that would have been a real a legit coin flip. But again, we could say that we could say this. I, I know I I made the Freudian slip, but we could say the Clippers aren't playing great either. So like, neither Good one guy. of neither one of these teams aren't really playing like they should go on on GP. Like they gotta have to earn it on the court. And right now, the best player. Right now, we're looking at Luka and we're looking at Luca and we're looking at Donovan. If if we're talking about the best players and, and carrying their teams, so can the other teams step up their game? We're looking at the better team being beat by the better player. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, folks, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with our parting shots. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. I got something for you, you mimicking motherfucker. Chair shot network. Take that bitch. Yeah, go ahead, let it out. You fucking got snot bubbles in his hand right now with your hand over your nose. You know you love me. You know you love me. You know you love me. Alright, it's party shot time. I'm gonna go first, as I do. Uh Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers have way too much money put into the top three players on their roster. And then you add in the fourth in Al Horford. Al Horford, I think, has two good seasons left. If Ben Simmons can come back strong, this is the perfect offseason to trade Joel Embiid. I would pick Simmons over Embiid, personally. And I think that they could surround uh, Harris... Horford and Simmons, along with other good role players that they have right now, with a lot of talent, especially outside the arc, if they got rid of Embiid. And I think Embiid could flourish somewhere else where he had shooters around him specifically. That's just my opinion. I I, I, I love that Philly has finally gotten good again. I, I think that the, the amalgamation of what they have on the court just does not work. So whether you're going to trade Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, one of them's got to go because there's too much money wrapped in there. Nobody's taking Tobias Harris' contract. Nobody's taking Al Horford's contract. You're stuck there, period. End of story. You're going to get more for Embiid than you are for Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons is going to do more for your team than Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. That's my parting shot. So, sucks to see what's happened in Philadelphia. Um, at the end of the show, when we give our Twitter handles, I always make sure to say Black Lives Matter. And I don't mean to be a political pundit or a social justice warrior. I'm not. I'm just a black guy who lives in Houston and has seen shit, right? 
But the reason I say that stuff on the more meta reason is reasons like what Messiah Juries had to deal with. Messiah Jury is not only a black man, it's an African man who has worked his way off to be, worked his way up to being the best person at his field in the world. Ujiri is often known as the consensus best president or general manager in the in the NBA. One of the best in all sports. So much so that he got his team, the Toronto Raptors, to win to the championship and they won the champion NBA championship last year, the Larry O'Brien trophy. As you guys know, and I'm sure most of you listening know, there was an altercation with Jujiri and a officer in uh, San Francisco, Oakland. His name was Alan Strickland. Um, as they, as the Raptors won the championship, and Jujiri was coming on the court to celebrate with his team, the crowning achievement of his career, and that's ruined for this man because he was pushed and assaulted and denied access to what he not only what he very clearly deserved but was credentialed to have to get on the court and celebrate with his team the team that he constructed and created Alan Strickland the officer even went on to file a suit saying that Ujiri that he due to Ujiri he suffered and will continue to suffer physical mental emotional and economic injuries as a result of the incident Alan Strickland is to this day still on administrative leave getting paid due to the stress and the injuries from this situation a year later. We have been given proof now due to his own body cam that the truth that Ujiri said the entire time, the truth that every camera showed at the entire time, the truth that every single person watched the entire time Ujiri never did anything to this man. He was just a black man who was who was a general manager trying to celebrate with his team and was assaulted by this officer for uh, probably the only reason that he's black. And now we've had to go and a year later and to see the body cam of this very man to prove this man's innocence. And there's, there's still a lawsuit going. I just want you to think of how much harder people of color have to work, not only to get places, but to be believed in the eyes of the masses, in the eyes of, of evidence, just to be equally believed. So I want to say to Messiah Ujiri, I sincerely apologize for what you've had to deal with and that the greatest moment of your professional life will forever be tainted. And when you hear me say Black Lives Matter, it ain't just a slogan. Think about that moment and you understand why. So while we're recording this as Dallas and the Clippers are just going to OT, Ray, PC, I had a completely different parting shot going into this episode and I'm not going to say what it was because I still might revisit it later on but it was brought to my attention as we record this show on August the 23rd that it was the birthday of Kobe Bean 
Right. And I'm sure we'll have conversations as this podcast progressed about where he stands on the pantheon of great NBA players and all of that. But the fact that he and his lovely daughter were taken away from us so tragically at the beginning of this year, which, frankly, it feels like it was five years ago, right? I just want to take this time and I'm going to start my stopwatch on my cell phone and I just want to take a 24 second because that was his number and of course the NBA has a 24 second shot clock and I just want to take a 24 second moment of silence not just for Kobe Bean Bryant not just for his lovely daughter Gianna but everybody else that was on that helicopter in that tragic accident that we might not know their names but they mattered to somebody they were people they lived lives they mattered to their families and their families are still mourning their loss just because we don't know who they are as a public doesn't mean that their lives didn't matter and they didn't have value so I'm just going to take a quick 24 second moment of silence for Kobe, for Gianna and everybody else that lost their lives on that tragic helicopter crash. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Ray, why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you, brother? R.I.P. Mamba, R.I.P. GG. I will never forget. Um, I'm at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y's and Mysterio. C-A-S-H has some dollars. Black Lives Matter. Um, and uh, yeah, man, you got me on my feelings, bro. <laughs> I apologize, man. I oh, just felt I, like it, yeah. it had to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Mr. Tunney, where can they find you, brother? Man, you can find me everywhere. Uh, before this show, I did Bandwagon Nerds with a bunch of our good friends. And, Ray, you need to be on that show. You are perfect for that show. You know all the Bandwagon Nerd bullshit. I mean, way better than I do. Just as good as DP, Patrick, and Dave. Uh, shout out to Kenny Killer once again. It's always great to catch up with my main man. Uh, he, he had such an influence on me early as a podcaster and uh, helped me along the way and, and showed me the ropes and told me what to do. So uh, shout out to Kenny Killer across the pond. The, the, just a great dude. Um, love this show at three man underscore at three underscore man. We make sure you check out pot is war DWI podcast, such and such yada, yada uh, at PC Tunney. Have a great week folks. Yeah, everything Tony said, I'm I'm right here with it, man. Check out Pilot's War. Check out Bam Wagoners. Check out Outsiders Edge, which Ray is on as well, and everything else that we got going I'm sorry, on on the chair shot, Outsiders man. Edge. I love that show. Look, I'm the only person who loves the show and doesn't promote shit for it, so it's good. If anybody <laughs> says it, that's just bonus. Hey, you guys can catch me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. You can catch me all over the chair shop. But more importantly, again, if you appreciate the content that we provide here at the chair shot day in and day out, the best way, the best way, the chicka chicka 
best way to make sure we continue to provide that content is by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody there. If you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, I guarantee you, you're going to find a shirt and you're going to look at it and you're going to say, oh, that's pretty cool. I should get that. Yes, you should get that. By going to purposeandtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please remember the chairshot.com, folks. I don't even know if I said it right. The chairshot.com, folks. We're not just a website, we're a movement, god damn it. <laughs> anyway, hey, for the commissioner PC Tunny, for Mr. Ray Cash. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt, letting you all know that. Welcome to the WP. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in to the latest edition of For Three Man Weave. We'll be back next time, same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. I, is this a win or do we got game? I don't know. What do you guys want? I mean, if you if you had the WB theme song, you'd be the greatest producer in history. Producers, not what I am. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. Well, if you guys wouldn't mind riffing for a little bit. Uh, I mean, it, on, on, on high. baby, my heart's on fire. Honey, you know we should into. Keep on the bills, man. If we're gonna talk WB, we should enter the Moesha theme song. Motoda. E to the, she was such a bitch on that show, was she not? <laughs> was she not? Come on, she was. was she but I mean, that's a hell of a way to end the show. <laughs> you think she was a bitch at prom with Kobe? Well, I don't know. I, I, you'd have to ask Kobe, oh. and we can't, obviously. Brandy and Moesha. No <laughs> different. Pops out of his chest and he does it on the counter. Here we go. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my rag, my gal. Send me a kiss, my wife. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you lose me. Barf looks for Uh, I don't know. It feels like a win to me, gentlemen. I, I love you both. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Oh boy. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there.
Alright, 50 seconds left. Clippers, Mavericks, tied at 130. We watching. Here we go. Kawhi misses. Rebound Luka. And we got about 12 second differential, 13 second differential on the shot clock. So Dallas gets a bucket here. We could be looking at something special. Uh oh. Kawhi missed. Uh oh. And who gets the rebound? Yeah, Luca driving the lane. Count it. Something special. He beats a 2 2 series in a best of seven. Okay. I mean, I'm just looking for a good finish. Dallas up 132 130 with 19 seconds to go now. And by the way, Luca's got 40, 17, and 13. Oh! Oh! <laughs> okay, that was. Ray's a little bit behind me. I'm watching it on the antenna, that so I got it right boo. away. That was a That was a boo. Oh I my god. I can't hate on that. How about hate on that? That's a move. That See, now, I used to make it, that it, same it move, but I do it on the left side with the left hand because I go right all the time and people expect me to go right. So I would go left with that spin move and lay it up with the left. I go left or right on 2K. Same here. I meant in life. You know, most people because I'm a righty. I no, meant, it, I'm saying I meant in real life. I'm a. I'm, <laughs> but same thing. I'm a lefty or I'm a righty, rather. So people expect me to go to my right, and they try to play me to my right, but they don't know I'm actually stronger with my left. So I was literally born a left-handed person, and my grandmother put bricks around my left hand to force me to write with my right. That's why I'm a righty now. So you're an amphibious Long master. Like that. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, back in them days, you know, yeah, you know, back in the day, old people, you know, they thought left-handed people were of the devil or, you know, shit like that. You know what it is. Or yeah. outcast. So shout, yeah, shout I, out I'm, to, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm much more comfortable going to my left on a basketball court. Shout out to Ned Flanders in the left emporium. <laughs> shout yeah. out to Ned Flanders. He was a good guy, man. All right, here we go. So Who the ball going to? Clips so and Bounty. It's got to be Kawhi. Can can I set the shit up? Can oh, I sorry, set the sir. goddamn yes, table? Shut no. the fuck up, people. No, I'll do it. Thank you. Okay, go go for it. Didn't do it, motherfucker. Well, I'm ahead of you guys. Kawhi's got the ball on the right wing right now outside the three-point line. We've got 14 seconds. No one else is moving. Drives into the lane, kicks it out. I'm not sure who that is, but just made a three. Morris! Marcus Morris puts him up one. Nine seconds to go. It's going to be Shoot Dallas way ball. ahead of my ass. My goodness. Me too. My like, goodness. The ball just got inbounded. Oh, I'm, watching so the antenna. You, I'm watching on oh, the antenna. I'm watching on the antenna. Yeah. Oh, 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 did he... He hit the oh, shoe. He hit it. So I couldn't remember who one, who thirty one was, but that's Morris. Yes, big Cleaver. shot. Oh, that's the Morris man. That's yeah. Morris man. Yeah. My cousin. That's my, that's my cousin. Morris during the, Morris that was yeah, that was Morris, Morris during yeah. the day with time. No. Don't say shit. Just don't say it. That was say. good. That was Morris during the day with time. That wasn't good. That's not a good. Come on now. Are we saying different things? Ugh, I can't believe you guys didn't like that. My jungle love sang. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Girl, I want to show you. Show you. You can get in trouble these days for show you, show you, show you, you know? Yeah, you. Probably shouldn't show you, show you, show you, unless it's consensual. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Make sure Which, that should have probably always been a thing. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Either yep. way, this has been an entertaining series. All right, Can we I'll, talk about the fact that... The, I'll, the, I'll move over the to Cable. Are no longer... 
the Clippers are what? Talk about the fact that the Clippers are no longer LA's team. Inglewood's their Inglewood's team. I love that shit. Oh, is that no good? Yeah, they got a, They got their own stadium now. Like, is it Bomber building their own stadium in Inglewood? Mm-hmm. So yeah, good for them. By and look, and look at and look at the jerseys. Like they got the old Inglewood Crip pen right. <laughs> that's just that's so just dope. All right, so Those what you guys are title. watching? Are we just about oh, to watch the ball get inbounded? No, it's about to get inbounded now, y'all. Yeah, but the ref they, just the, handed the, the ball to him now. The they hand him now. No, the ref no, no. still has the ball. Just got just got thrown in. Ball just got thrown in. Here we go. It Six, ain't even got thrown five. in on my feet. Lucas got it. it Top of the key. Got he got fouled. He got fouled. Oh, it's cheap, but that's smart. They had one to give. They had one to give. Yeah, that's cheap, but that's smart as hell. Three and a half, yeah. three and a half seconds left, basically. Yeah. That's that's smart. Yeah. yeah. And do they have any timeouts? So then now they got. Oh yeah, they got one timeout left. They could conceivably they call a timeout. They called it. They up. called it. They, they did. They called it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is pretty big, man. This is the difference between a two-two and three-one. Yeah. This is big. I mean, Dallas has a chance in this series if they can pull this off. Otherwise, it's over. Yeah. Exactly, which is why they called that timeout. And Carlisle's on that list, man. He's on that list of, you know, best coaches. He's up there with Papa Bitch. Kristaps fall out. Is Porzingis fouled out? He got got T-shirt on, yeah. He got T-shirt on. My goodness. If you're that good, you cannot fall out of the game. I'm sorry. I mean, but you know how how the the game is when you have guys. He didn't um, even play. I don't see him with any numbers today. I thought he was in the game. Oh, okay. I just, you know, because it's, it's really hard for bigs because if you're in the paint, they're going to call a foul on you. And he's seven feet four, and the game is more perimeter-oriented now. So it's hard for him to be able to guard guys on the perimeter because he's just so tall. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just is what it is. That's just the game. That's the game right now. With the good or bad, right or wrong, that's the game. It is. Here we go. 3.7. Dallas in All right, so where y'all at? Because the ref still got the ball on my feet. Ball's, ball's getting thrown in right now. Luka. For the win, count it. Yes, it's over. Dallas oh, wins by two. Put some extras on that, Platt. 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 Try to tell you it's a bad boy, bro. Yeah, we said he wasn't. We got a series. We got a series. What'd you say? Never said he wasn't. They'll still lose in six.